podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. We're very lucky to have Mark Schaefer, who's a marketing strategist. He's a podcaster. He's an author of seven books, including Marketing Rebellion. And he's the chief operating officer of B Squared Media. And I want to ask you a question about this. Um, so you were talking about you know, creating this personal brand based on what you want to be known for. And as I'm listening to it, because I'm, look, I'm listening to you as a how-to, like if I was about to create my own, and I'm realizing that I want to be known for different reasons to different people. I mm. mean, so how do you feel about having multiple, um, multiple personal brands? Mm. Well, that's a great, that's a great question. And it, it, it might be possible, but what I've found, I mean, I've done a lot of coaching on this subject. You know, I've helped a lot of uh, business people, a lot of entrepreneurs sort of think through what they want to be known for. And that's typically that first step is the hardest step. But I almost always find there's some unifying thread. So I'll give you an example. I was working with this uh, wonderful uh, young woman that was working for a, a big tech company. She said, I just don't know what I want to be known for. She said, I love extreme sports. And I take people on extreme sports tours. And I do grief counseling. Mm. And I work with at-risk youth uh, because you know she had shared some uh, experiences like that of her own in her life. And so I listened and I listened and I asked questions. And finally, I said, what you really do mm. is bring people to their moment of courage. And there was dead silence. Wow. Thought you were- <laughs> Sounds pretty profound. Yeah, like almost like right now when you just dropped that, dropped the mic there, Mark. That was yeah, interesting. Yeah. I thought she was going to cry. And she <laughs> said, oh, my gosh. She said, you're exactly right. And within a week, she had started a blog. She had business cards made up. She said, that is me. That's everything about me. Mm-hmm. And so that is, there's a theme there that drives theme. you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to think about what have you done in the last year or two years that just made you come alive and made you think, that's what I do. That's why I am. And that will give you a clue to that common thread. And, you know, it's possible that, you know, you, you have a different situation, but I've found there's always some common theme that holds it together. Americans, I got to ask you, so you really are a brand identity theorist and you really do cultivate a brand. How <laughs> did you decide what you are and, and what matters to you? How did you answer this question? No, it's great. I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question, Barbara, because I think it points to, to Mark's critical premise here, which is, and it goes back to this notion of really understanding your why. Like, why, what is it that I do every day that makes me passionate? And for me, it, it's always been about a, a kind of uh, commitment to my craft, whatever it is that I'm trying to learn, like trying to become a better version of myself the next day in, in everything that I'm studying and what are the areas that, that make up the elements of who I am, whether it be a professor, a father, a musician, all these different things. Or a and, grinder. And, or a grinder. That's right. Someone that's out there just like really committed to the process. And so Mark's point's huge here because I think, and this is that big, that beautiful moment why his, this person he was advising cried because it's like they didn't understand that thing that was pulling it all together that really was the common thing. And for me, it really is this falling in love with a, a sense of awareness about who you are in the world and the things that you care about and, and searching for that 
and finding that every day in everything that you do across kind of disparate activities that interest you. And so like once I could, was able to uncover that as part of my identity, uh, it really just kind of opened up the floodgates for me to be able to think about, you know, having that kind of commonality in my theme, which really has to do with, you know, being super interested and passionate about where does identity come from as a brand, as a person, as an organization, a product or a service. So really haven't been talking about marketing rebellion. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what that's about? Yeah, thanks. You know, I've, I've, I was doing research for some of my clients and I started to to uncover some really interesting data, especially from McKinsey and Deloitte and some of these other big firms about how the, the customers have a new expectation of businesses and marketers today. And I, I just sort of was inspired by this, this amazing research that was done by McKinsey that showed that two thirds of our marketing is occurring without us. The customer is the marketer. And a brand used to be what we told people. And today, a brand is what people tell each other. And it, it, I had this moment, really, where I kind of lost my breath. And I thought, I don't know if I know what it means to be a marketer anymore. Mm. Because to be a marketer today, it means how do we get invited to that two-thirds? <laughs> how do we join that conversation? Right. And so my investigation of that idea became the core idea behind Marketing Rebellion. And so let me ask you this, Mark Schaefer, because I think it's pretty important, this notion of humanity. And I want to tie in something that Barbara and I talk about all the time, because we are noticing now that the conversation about humanity is turning to this notion of values and social justice and things that are way, way outside of yeah. perhaps what the business model of the company of what they actually produce in the products. Can you yeah. speak on that as, as, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've actually got a whole chapter on the book on that. And it was fascinating because as I was doing the research, the whole Nike Colin Kaepernick thing was unrolling. And I, I could like see what they were doing and why they were doing it. And because they were probably seeing the same research that, that I was. So the good news is in this era of the of the you know the shop around customer where you know loyalty is is can is it's hard to find. It's it can be uh, perilous to try to make customers loyal today. The one thing that can really bond with customers is when you have shared meaning, shared values. I know you've written about this too, and so it's so number one, we have to respect that as a very important idea, and a, a, a very important opportunity for businesses and brands. That's the good news. Now here's the bad news. I often say that marketers flock to whatever's popular until they ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> the new thing that's popular is cause marketing, right? Mm -hmm. We're trying to be more woke than the other people, right? <laughs> and we've got this woke washing going on now. Right, right. And I'm, I'm really concerned about it right. because it's tone deaf and it's dangerous now, there is a way to do it. And I actually walk through the steps, you know, in the book where it's just got to be part of your DNA. It's got to be aligned. It's got to be in every fiber of your company, in every department. And you, and you just can't say it. You've got to show it. So when a company like Patagonia makes some announcement about an environmental cause, yes, we're going to believe it because we know that's part of their DNA. And, and they've earned that right. And they've earned that trust. 
And, uh, you know, so I think it is important. It can be dangerous. And I also think it can be overstated because sometimes you want to buy a hamburger just because it tastes good. Sometimes you want to get a car wash just because your car's dirty. You don't care where they stand. We don't but need. You know what? Let me just interrupt you for a second. Yeah. We've had guests on our show who've taken a provocative stand, which yeah. said everybody stands for something. And if you don't stand for something, you're implicitly standing for something. And so uh, it, they essentially said, you know, it's not just about having a good tasting hamburger. You really do have to come down and show what your values are in today's I, world. I think that's navel gazing. Mm, I really do. I think it's people that are, that are, that are they're buying their own hype because think about, <laughs> think about every product you've bought in the last two weeks from clothes to insurance to wine to whatever. Now, think about, name one stand that any of those companies took. Probably none. Okay, so 99.9% .9 of the time, we don't care. We just want a hamburger or we just want insurance or we just want our favorite beer or our favorite wine. There is a place, definitely, no question about it. There is a place, but it is overstated. It's overhyped. People want to be left alone. You know, they don't want to be, sometimes they just want to enjoy their life without having to debate, should I support this? Or so, so you know, they just want to get away. They want to buy products and, and you know, not be worried about branded content. So, so Mary, a provocative statement right back. <laughs> provocative statement. So we like to entertain points of view from all over the map yes. here. Well, Mark, you have any last words of wisdom for our uh, few seconds left? Well, I've got to leave the, the I think, the words that I, I kind of end all of my workshops and all my talks with. And that's the subtitle of the Marketing Rebellion book is Be More Human. I think that's what the world really craves and needs, especially now. And I hope people would look at every customer point of contact and just say, how do we show our faces, our smiles, our passion, our heart more in what we do? Thank you so much for joining us today, Mark Schaefer. And where can our listeners go to keep up with you and your work? It's easy to find me at businessesgrow.com. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.